the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get a second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira has picked up the second. It's 4-2 Houston Dynamo. Welcome back to another 15 Minutes with Finn. Guys, this is our midway point state of the club address brought to you by President Finn. That sounded a little conceited, right? But if you haven't been paying attention, some of us are. So right now, state of the club, we are half a season into Ben's tenure and we're sitting in ninth place. A lot of people think uh, that we should be higher. A lot of people think we should be lower. I think this is actually right where we should be. Granted, there were some outcomes that really dampened my spirit. For instance, the back-to-back defeats at home. Losing to uh, KC and Minnetonka at home, was, it hurt, right? We, we, me and Joey predicted five to seven points from, uh, from those matches, and we didn't get it. We got one. We got one point from three matches, which is fucking awful. Uh, first things first, right? Like, like, rate, share, review, subscribe to the show. Uh, today is Wednesday, July 19th. Tonight, I will be hosting my first ever comedy show at Big Axe Bar and Grill in Alvin. Starts at 8 p.m. I know it's kind of late notice, considering there's like four and a half hours till it begins. But bitches, it runs till 10. We got a killer lineup. We got Patrick Eady. We got uh, uh, Dylan's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Willie's going to be there. So many people. Rudy might even stop by. Rudy, get your ass out there. But okay, back to the dynamo. Our run of form lately. It also coincides with the lack of Coco Carrasquillo. Do I blame this all on Coco? No. But are you seeing how valuable he is to the team now? Even with his inability to put that ball into the final third, his ability to carry the ball forward to make a man miss, to be creative, gives us another option and gives us the ability to play both sides, left and right. When we run through Hector, we're very left side heavy, okay? Or whichever side Escobar is on, really. We're we're too heavy that side. Coco kind of evens it out. I called, I said, uh, if Hector is Saks Fifth Avenue, Coco is J.C. Penny. I think in the Gold Cup right now, Coco is proving he's a little bit better than J.C. Penny. Like maybe he's Nordstrom Rack. But he's definitely not Goodwill, right? We've had plenty of Goodwill midfielders in the past. But uh, there's some rumors coming out that there have been bids submitted for Coco. Who knows? People make shit up. I saw one from Six Million from uh, Rayo Vallecano in uh, Liga MX. And Colin from Keeping Tabs, you crack me up. Uh, he said that uh, Rayo Volcano bid 6 million euros. And I'm, I'm perplexed because I didn't know they were using euros in Mexico now. I didn't know the peso was, was obsolete. So I'm learning things. I'm learning about currency in other, other places. People say we should sell them. If the price is right, yeah. But you're seeing what's happening right now. We have a chance this year to make the playoffs. We should make the playoffs. This team is good enough to make the playoffs. Considering all the new faces we brought in, the new coach, the new system, the new everything, the new seats, it's going to be, there's going to be growing pains. And we went through them just now. We went through them against Vancouver. Uh, We've had some bad luck, right? Tate Schmidt getting injured, bad luck. Hadebe getting injured, bad luck. Chase Gasper getting sober, bad luck. Brad Smith taking so long to come back to fitness, bad luck. Uh, Achara, Torres ACL, he's done for the year. Bad luck. But we are returning, guys. I just saw the Gold Cup roster, and guess who's on it? Your favorite Zimbabwean, Tine Chidebe. Ben said he would be back for this. 
Does he play anytime soon? I fucking doubt it. But it's July. Maybe the last month. We get some teenage in there. Teenage and Sviachenko. Ooh. Gore. Or Mikhail. It's a problem. You can put Mikhail at left back. You can put teenage at left back. Um, we have two left-footed defenders now that are, are very good. They perform very well. Sviachenko's capable of using both feet. We have a good dynamic at the back. And granted, it hasn't been great the past couple weeks, but we've run the same roster out repeatedly over and over and over. And I think this League's Cup, to me, I, I would love to win. I'd love to win everything. However, if early on we know that we're not going to advance, let's say we go out for Santos Laguna and they fuck us up. I say, rotate the squad. I'm not the coach. I don't make these decisions. But I say rotate the squad. Because I want to come back when we go to MLS play, and I want us to be healthy. I want us to be fit. I want us to be rested. All right? Uh, whew. Sitting in ninth. This is exactly where we predicted we would be between ninth and seventh. I still think we can get an automatic playoff spot. Hell, I still think that we can move up the table. I think we can get as high as fifth place. I do. I really do. It's a tight, it's a tight gap between us and second. There's nothing stopping us from moving up the table. So anybody that's ready to pack it in, uh, don't. We don't know what's going to happen. I love this manager. I love his fire. I love his determination. I love what he's done. But we know that we're not quite there yet. The roster still, it needs a little work. right? We brought in Ibrahim Aliyu. He's obviously taking some time to adjust. A lot of people are saying he's a natural winger. He's a winger and a striker. Do we still need a winger? Yep. Who would we like to bring in? That Marino guy from Portland. Dan Marino's kid, right? We'd all like to have uh, Diego Lainez. That was a big rumor. Raul Jimenez, big rumor. But uh, they're probably both going to end up in the Saudi League. But yeah, for the League's Cup, it's, it's hard to imagine us winning it when you know there's clubs like Club America, Monterrey, uh, Nashville, Cincinnati. There's clubs that are better than us in this. Then you look at the Open Cup. The Open Cup, we're in the semifinals and we have a home match against RSL. In terms of the Open Cup, I fully anticipate us being in the final. Do we win it? Fuck, I don't know. That'd be huge, right? I think it depends on who we play. But it would be massive to get a CONCACAF Champions League berth in Ben Olsen's first season. That'd be huge. Very huge. Um, half a season into Big Ben's tenure. I'm happy. I'm very happy. I think we've seen a lot more organization. We've seen a lot more productivity. The amount of times that we hold the ball, our ability to adapt. He's made changes in the second half. We've come back and we've tied games. We've won games in the Dying Embers. We're doing things that haven't been done here before, or at least not in quite some time. But it's, it is what it is. You know, we've been basement dwellers for three years. Can you go to the top overnight? Sure. Does it happen often? No. But can we do it? Yeah. Uh, all right. So state of the club, state of the club. I would say right now we're at a B minus if I had to grade us out on everything. A B minus. The back to back defeats at home, the teams that were below us in the table, that hurt. That stung. And it stung because we got beat. We got spanked. Like we got handily beat. Even though we, uh, you know, we had two games at home, 50 shots, two goals to show for it. It begs me to ask the question are we being too aggressive at home? Are we throwing too many bodies forward? And is that leaving us exposed with a back line that has no real pace aside from when Teenage was there? Because our back line 
We don't have the quickest guys. Daniel Starris is not winning a foot race against most forwards. Neither is Bartlow or Sviachenko. Neither is Mikhail. Teenage Cam. Escobar can keep up. But when half of your back line is not considered pacey and you go against these pacey teams, what do you expect? Boot the ball over their heads. Make them face goal. Make them go chase it. Um, very happy Aliyah scored against SKC. But the kid is definitely offside too much. Definitely offside too much. Needs to work on that. He reminds me a lot of Fafa right now. But dare I say he's better. I think he's better than Fafa. And he, Fafa's loving life in Nashville. No doubt, player. Uh, I think it's time that we settle this left-back position. Not Steris, not Escobar. Uh, we got Smith, we got Gasper, we got Hadebe coming back. So we have three options we could use the left-back position, including Mikhail. And as you've seen, Mikhail is not going to really win any awards crossing in assists. He's not going to really create a lot of havoc offensively. But he's pretty solid. And being that solid at that age and being thrust into the league like he has been, I can't, I can't complain about him. Uh, let's see. I've really missed Coco and Hadebe. I think if those two are on this team, up to now, right? If Coco and Teenage stay healthy, up until this point, guys, we're in fifth or sixth place. They have that much of an impact. When you take Coco out and you put in a guy like Caicedo, you lose a lot of creativity. Artur has played every match. He needs, to, he needs a break, and this is going to be a wonderful time for it. Uh, the game versus Minnesota was, was bad. You know, was it, was it Minnesota or was it SKC? Wherever the fuck team of Pookie plays. That game was awful. You know, Mikhail steps up. Pookie slides into the channel. Uh, kicked ass in the Premier League, and Pookie's going to kick ass here. It's a great signing. Great signing. Uh, I think offensively, we're running out a lot of raw talent. Guys like Nelson, who has been wonderful. I'm glad we signed him. I'm glad he's here permanently. He's still very raw. He's 20 or 21. Ibrahim Alio, still very raw. Still very raw. Ivan Franco, still raw. So we have three of our attackers up front that leave a lot to offer. That leaves the elder statesman, Corey, my favorite Baird, as the only guy up there with a lot of MLS experience. And say what you want about Corey. I've been on his side the whole year. He does what he's supposed to do. He's a team player. And we have a lot of those now. And that's wonderful. Uh, going through this roster... I would say my, my man of the, the year so far has been Hector Herrera. And I'm going to put Coco Carasquilla as number two because you see what happens when Coco's not there. Hell, I'm going to put Teenage Adebe as number three. My top three most important players of this team in order, Hector Herrera, Coco Carasquilla, Teenage Adebe. Without those last two, you've seen what's happened. We've become a little bit more, uh, what's the word, lethargic, a little more impotent in the attack, we got to step it up a little bit. Um, my, my worst performer, my, my most disappointing player is going to be Sebastian Ferreira, which isn't entirely fair because he really hasn't played. If I had to go through after him and pick my most disappointing player, uh, I would say Ivan Franco. You know, it's no, no hate on Paraguay. I love them. They have great, great food, I'm sure. Good soccer players. But right now, Sebas and Ivan Franco have not pulled their weight. Now let's look at best newcomer. I think our best newcomer this offseason has been Franco Escobar. He's been able to score, assist, defend, get forward. He's played on the left. He's played on the right. He's played everywhere every fucking night. He's played all over the place. My, uh, my utility player, 
so far, Corey Baird. Corey's played everywhere. Uh, young kid to watch. I would say Brooklyn Reigns, but he's kind of dissipated into the, uh, into the ether. So I would say uh, Nelson Quinones or Mikhail. Or yeah, Aliu. He counts too. Out of those three, Aliu probably has me the most excited. He's strong. He's fast. He's pacey. He can use both feet. And he's young. That's the thing. We've signed these young guys and we've thrown them in to MLS matches versus experienced veterans in this league. And yeah, they, they struggle. Nelson had back-to-back -back stinkers. But he's 20 years old. 21 years old. It's going to happen. Hell, when I was 21 years old, I couldn't even get out of fucking bed to go to class. That's how much of a shambles my life was. We're asking this guy to go out and play versus multi-million dollar athletes to go get, play against guys like Lionel Messi when he gets here. I mean, dude, you think about you when you were 20 or 21 and just how stupid you were. I know I was a fucking idiot. Sometimes I still am. But I'm not worried at all, man. Uh, the marketing for this team has got to improve. That would be, uh, I guess they could be my most disappointing feature of the front office, the marketing. Attendance should not be lower. Our attendance should be higher. We have a better squad. We have international players. We've tapped into the Nigerian, we've tapped into the African contingent here in Houston. There's a ton of Nigerians here. Where the fuck are they? There's a ton of Mexicans here. Where the fuck are they? Why are we not marketing to them more heavily? Where are the billboards? Where are the commercials? Where is anything? I don't see anything. And look, Dynamo front office, Dynamo media group. You guys can go out and you can do your own articles. You can pump your shit. You don't got to rely on podcasters like me, like Sean, like Rudy. Like, like We're doing it for you. Go earn your fucking paychecks. You guys are making a lot of money to make memes. I'm doing it for free. And some of my shit gets more likes than y'all's. You know, you can't rely on Bayou City and, and, and you know, you got you to gotta step it up. You know, and as far as the ticket prices go, I call bullshit on raising them the way that they're going to be raised. I haven't seen them yet. Don't know what they're going to go up. I would imagine they're going to go up 10%. That'd be my guess. Don't do it. You're going to alienate fans. You already have a conglomerate of angry fans that are, that are alienated from the past ownership. <laughs> Economically, times are tough. You want to score some points with people? Freeze your fucking ticket rates. Freeze the rates for a year. Let inflation and the economy and the cost of living, which has skyrocketed, come back down. Give your fans a break. Or give us more free shit. Give us more stuff in our packages. Have more nights where we have meet the, meet the players and we know where they are or they show up on time. You know, give back. Show, show some love to the supporters. We go out there when it's 100 fucking degrees and watch you on the blistering sun because when Gabriel Brenner and them built the stadium, they were like, oh, we don't need a roof. They'll come out. Yeah, because at the time we were winning. But if you're not going to keep winning, we're not going to go out there and sweat the fucking death. So, help us out. Market. Get people out there. Get to the youth groups. Get to the, get to the soccer kids that are young. Get to the local high schools, the inner city kids. Just do it. Like Nike says, just do it. Oh, I'm rambling. But uh, no, I'm, aside from them, I have no real complaints about the FO. Not happy with the marketing. It's been shit. It's been non-existent. And it needs to definitely change. You know, going into this week here, we have up, oh, boys and girls, time is up. He's got Ferreira at the far post. Can he get a shot off? It's Ferreira to get his second. Yes, he does. Goes in off the hands of JT Marcinkowski. Thomas Ferreira. Second, it's 4-2 Houston Dynamo.
big shout out to my favorite band, Familiar with Failure, for the introductory music. You can find them at FWFTX on all social media platforms. Once again, that's Familiar with Failure. Check them out. Badass band. Cool ass people. 